This is The Mudroom, uncommon sense parenting classes with your parenting coach, Alana Robinson. Weekly nuggets of developmentally appropriate parenting wisdom to help you parent your toddlers, preschoolers, and kindergartners more effectively with less effort. The Mudroom is recorded live on Facebook every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. Now, here's Alana. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Mudroom, our weekly free uncommon sense parenting class. How is everyone today? I imagine if you're anything like me, you've been having a rough go of the last couple of weeks as the situation with Ukraine and Russia unfolds. And I've gotten a lot of questions lately from parents about how to talk to their little ones about what's happening, how to make it tangible for them, and what they can do to support children in Ukraine. So let's talk about it. I know I usually give you like a little life update here, and we have had some fun stuff happening. We facilitated an innovation session with Enfamil Mead Johnson, so yes, the baby formula brand, Enfamil Mead Johnson. So that was really cool. And we've been hanging out with the Mom Halo, where I'm a resident scholar this year. Lots of good stuff, but it's been kind of overshadowed by all the world stuff. So let's talk about it. Before we get into it, though, allow me to introduce myself. My name is Alana Robinson. I'm a parenting coach for parents of toddlers, preschoolers, and kindergartners. And I help you understand why your children are misbehaving and how to fix it without yelling, shaming, or timeouts. I'm your host here on The Mudroom. I'm also the host of the Parenting Posse Facebook group, and I'm the creator of the Parentability Program, where I help you raise well-behaved kids of your own. If you're watching, say hi, let me know how you're doing, and you can always pop questions or comments down in the comments, or come and join us in the Parenting Posse to talk about it further. So first, let's start with the fact that yes, you should be talking about what is happening in Ukraine with your children. Because if you don't, someone else will. And kids are horrible at giving secondhand information. You all also don't know who gave them their information. I mean, just think back to 9-11. Those of you who are in elementary school, I was in grade eight at the time. And by the time I got home, I was pretty sure the world was ending because of all the wild stories that were floating around. And I was 14. So you can only imagine the wild theories that little ones, especially those who are four, five, six, will have with snippets of information they hear from the adults. So if you haven't yet, please make the time for it. Pop some popcorn, snuggle on the couch, and start by asking them what they already know. When I asked my sons, they knew that Russia had invaded another country and people were upset. That was about it, luckily. And because my husband is in the military, the next question from them was, is daddy going to fight the bad guys? Most kids, even if they aren't in school or daycare, will already have picked up something. So I always like to start by asking what they already know so I can either correct it or build off of it. Much like we talked about in November when we discussed talking about historical violence with children, it's important to try and find first-hand accounts. Now, this is going to be harder given that it's an ongoing conflict and Russia isn't exactly known for playing nice when it comes to spreading malicious propaganda and fake news. So. Anything you can use as a source, make sure that you fact check it before spreading it to your children. I wouldn't suggest showing your children videos or images unless you vet them first and you're sure that they can handle them. But talk about the victims, the Ukrainians who are dealing with this. 
Ask your children to imagine what it would be like if your hometown was bombed or you had to pack up and leave with only what you could carry and go live somewhere new and unfamiliar. Children relate best to other children, so speaking about experiences they have on a daily basis and what this conflict means for children like them is the best way to make those connections. How do you think this is impacting their school or daycare? How do you think that makes them feel? Do you think that they're finding food? Where do you think they're finding it? Are they able to find a lot or a little of it? Where do you think they're sleeping? These are everyday things that our children take for granted, but they're a conduit that we can use to help foster understanding of the impacts. While you're speaking of the conflict and the impacts it's having, make sure to reassure your children that they are safe. And as always, tailor your conversation to your children and their emotional capacity. What I can say to my two children who are used to military terms and operations and they're used to imaginary violence may not be the same things that you can say to children who have no exposure to conflicts in the past. Just like I recommended while speaking about historical violence, make sure that you give them small chunks of information and wait for them to digest before giving them more. This is likely going to mean that you don't just have one big sit down and then you're done. It's going to be an ongoing conversation. I like to give my children one or two sentences worth of information and then wait for them to ask a question to expand. We don't want to snow them with facts because that will overwhelm them and then they won't process any of it. So make sure to give just little bites of information and then wait for an invitation to share more. And this might not be until hours or days later. My original conversation with my boys was like five minutes long. And then they were like, okay, can we go play? And off they went. But then a week later, my oldest came to me and he had heard something about the war in Ukraine and he didn't know what it meant. So then we were able to continue the conversation. He and his brother both asked some really good questions and then they were satisfied and we stopped. That was maybe a 15 minute conversation. It's going to take our children a lot longer to think about what they've heard, process it, and think of what doesn't make sense to them about that so they can ask more questions. Go into it with the intention of this being your first conversation in a series, not the conversation. And finally, give them something to do to help. Children like to take action against injustice. They have a fierce sense of right and wrong. And as many of us know, when something is happening that we can't control and that upsets us, taking action can really, really help. Now, this might be as simple as coming up with a small fundraiser that they can contribute to so they can donate the proceeds. My sons have been working on a bottle drive for our neighborhood. They've been taking their wagon and they go and knock on our neighbor's doors to ask if they have any empties that they would like taken away. And the money that they are collecting from those bottles will go to Médecins Sans Frontières to help Ukraine. They chose the charity. They're doing all the legwork. They come home, they sort the bottles and cans. And once we have a good volume of them, we'll take them all in and exchange them for cash. And they're just doing it around our house and our neighborhood. Like our neighborhood's very tight knit and safe. So I feel comfortable with them doing that. They're also eight and five. If they were younger, I would go with them and support them more hands on 
or maybe we would choose something else. <laughs> maybe there's a fundraiser you could encourage your daycare to get involved in. There's lots of options when you think outside the box and it doesn't have to be big or fancy. But giving them a way to tangibly do something not only teaches them to support their fellow human beings, but it helps relieve that anxiety of a bad thing happening that you can't control. When they express emotions, empathize. Try to clarify and label the emotions they're expressing for them. That sound, excuse me, that sounds like it scares you. It sounds like that makes you really angry. You really wish that Russia would stop. Using reflective listening, where you're basically repeating what they say, slightly rephrased, can be very helpful for kids because it confirms that we understood them and that their feelings are valid. Children learn to empathize by being empathized with. So this is a good step to take, especially in a situation that is wildly lacking in empathy because it will help them process those emotions and keep that connection to the victims. I know this is scary to talk about and we want nothing more than to just bubble wrap them and pretend this isn't happening and that the world is a safe place the entire earth over. But let's give our kids some credit. They are capable of being informed and hearing about scary events at a level that's developmentally appropriate and processing that information. They are capable of making meaningful contributions and understanding the difficult truths. And as long as we keep this an ongoing, empathetic, supportive conversation, honesty is always the best policy. So I hope that helps you feel a little bit more empowered when it comes to talking to your littles about everything that's going on in the world right now. I know it's overwhelming and we really don't want to do it, but I believe in you. And if you need support or are having difficulty figuring out a way to answer a question that comes up in a developmentally appropriate way, you can always tell them that that's a really good question. I'm gonna have to think about it. And then come tell us in the Parenting Posse and we'd be happy to talk you through it and give you some options, help you brainstorm how you could address that. The link for the group is in the description. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you have a fabulous rest of your week. And I'll see you next week for another Uncommon Sense Parenting class. Bye. You've been listening to The Mudroom, Uncommon Sense Parenting Classes with Alana Robinson. If you like what you just heard, remember to join us live every Wednesday afternoon at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Facebook. And don't forget to rate, subscribe, share, and connect with us in the Parenting Posse Facebook group. This has been an Alana Robinson Family Services production.